this is late breaking news regarding someone who uh, we've covered on this podcast. Brett the Hitman Hart from Wrestling with Shadows just moments ago was giving his acceptance speech at the WWE Hall of Fame when a random fan wearing one of those uh, silly Jamaican hats, uh, uh, like the the, the hat. Yeah, he's like a white guy. So he's called dreadlocks. Yeah, he jumped in and tried to tackle him. At which point, all of the uh, fake wrestlers began beating this man for real. Uh, Oh no! (laughs) Yeah. So uh, and then as the crowd chanted, uh, "Fuck him up!" So. that's oh, so you know small consolation prize for my Auburn Tigers being eliminated from the final four but hey you know if it if it takes an old man getting tackled by a weird culturally appropriating uh Brooklynite uh then you know that's that's a good Saturday I mean, yeah <laughs> what do you expect to happen when you are charging a ring to tackle a 61 year old man surrounded by that just like worship this guy right know? yeah like, what, yeah what do you think is gonna happen exactly yeah not just gigantic dudes but gigantic dudes to whom this man is a great hero yeah <laughs> like right. the, the one the one guy who could bring an eight foot tall giant uh to tears thinking about how how much he was beloved as a kid hilarious yeah what a bad idea uh so anyway <laughs> did very, that literally happen tonight it literally happened about uh maybe 20 minutes before uh before this phone call like i turned off auburn auburn lost the basketball game to virginia and i was like man god damn it and i turned that off opened up twitter and it's just like i was like oh shit what <laughs> so i didn't have a chance to be mad about auburn because that was some bullshit too but i won't go into that because i wasn't on the above the rim episode or whatever it's called the hoop dreams hoop dreams uh, above the rim <laughs> above the rim that's a different one uh <laughs> sounds like some kind of like joe mandy side project <laughs> yeah or, or a, him and baron davis talking shit for an hour. I no i think that's a real movie i think that's a spike lee joint if i'm not mistaken above the rim but it Could was be. it was like uh you know there was one of them one of them twitter hashtags in the good old days before uh you know hardwick went down it was like uh you know name your vagina and i went with above the rim that was my that was my <laughs> contribution and i got a little got a like from the at midnight account but no no retweet anyway wow, <laughs> wow. Cool. Oh, you know how we boy. start this podcast way off the rails yeah <laughs> you remember those days when uh Every night, right around at midnight, your entire Twitter feed would just be full oh of just my God, yes. fucking <laughs> puns inspired by fucking Chris Hardwick. Oh, we did it. Yeah. The, us three. Yeah. We, we sat there and for did like, it on night one. For like two or three nights. It was night one. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was us three and we maybe yeah. for a couple of nights. But then, there, but for like years after that, I don't know, was that show on for years? I feel like it was. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, yeah, I don't. That time is such a blur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they did a couple hundred episodes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it was five nights a week. Okay, I don't. Uh, it was. I think it was the same. It was four nights a week. Four nights it, a it week. Followed yeah. uh, uh, the Colbert. Oh yeah, no, first or, well, first Colbert, Larry and Wilmore. then and then Larry Wilmore, I guess. Yeah, and then maybe maybe a little <laughs> maybe a little flash of Klepper at the end there. Mm-hmm. Who boy. <laughs> Was it the um, resistance or whatever that? Oh God, it's bad. Uh, anyway, hey, hey guys, welcome to what did you learn? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Uh, uh, I'm Monica Scott. Oh God, what is this? I'm betting I've played this before on here. I don't know if I've heard this. Really? No. Oh, you've heard this. What is? Okay, you're kind of jamming to it. Do you like it? 
I don't. I mean, I'm waiting for the voice to recognize what it is. You will recognize the voice for sure. I don't know how long it takes for the voice to come, in, but I am fucking playing every goddamn second of it until it does. If it's four minutes. Oh. Is this my chemical romance? It is not. What is this? If this if this was plugged in with like an ox instead of just playing it into the mic, you would recognize it better. <laughs> Is it disturbed or what? No, what, what the hell is anything it? Anything close to disturbed? <laughs> That's Chester Bennington. <laughs> oh, and it's, oh, it's LP. Okay, right on. Yeah. I, or that, who am I thinking of? It's not disturbed, but it's the guy who sings like he does the cover of "Sound of Silence." Yeah, that's disturbed. Is that disturbed? That's okay, disturbed, I yeah. can't. I can't keep them all straight. But anyway, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, three, all three of the bands that sound like that. Um, <laughs> disturbed. Does not sound like Lincoln Park? <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was uh, in in remembrance of the Auburn Tigers. Oh, because that was. <laughs> New divide from Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, oh, and of boy. course today the Fallen <laughs> is are is, the Auburn Tigers. The Auburn Tigers, yeah, it's a shame. But you know, it was it was fun while uh, you know fun watching basketball for the first and last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even if they're good next year. I mean, if they're good next year, I'll pick back. I'll pick it back up you know, for three games for, se- or whatever. for season two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> season two of basketball. Yeah, season two of Rivers <laughs> basketball. <Yeah. laughs> Okay, and uh, does anyone want to say their names? Uh, that's Rivers. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Rivers Langley, and uh, and uh, that's uh, Chester Bennington. From I'm Lincoln Chester. Park. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Wait, cool is he, he's not the. Is he the dead one? He is the dead he's one. He's the dead one. Which okay. gave me a little bit of pause when I said I'm Chester. I was like, <laughs> is this distasteful? Well, I've no. already said it. That's Luke Jensen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I have to confess that. Uh, Ever since we've started doing these, you know, distance recordings, um, I can't hear the song. <laughs> I can never hear the song. Oh. Uh, so is it just a so surprise to you when you get into GarageBand? <laughs> I, I literally find, it, find out what song it is when I am listening back to the audience. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> so, so I like that the bit is now even... A little bit more removed from the original purpose, <laughs> yeah. Which was I to know. annoy you, but now it's actually even more annoying because you can't <laughs> hear it. So we're just talking about something you can't hear. Yeah, I'm just like, well, I'll just be here and when it's done. <laughs> wow, that's a double win. Yeah, I like that even better that's that we found better. another way to alienate <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, f- a solid minute of me and Luke making talking about butt rock that you can't hear. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. Oh, it's too funny. It, is, it does. It, it makes me feel very distinctly like a mom that's like, well, they're having fun. I'll just oh, wait man. for them to finish. Well, well uh, you know, I'm I, I'm coming to Louisiana uh, next week, so maybe we could we could get uh, Luke to record remotely from his phone and uh, and mix it up, and then we'll we'll play some butt rock he can't hear. You know what's going to happen is yeah. I'm just going to play a full album for the whole recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk away from the microphone and just leave my phone playing <laughs> and make you guys. Yell, oh. yell over a stained album. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's doing country music now. Okay, well then, a Hoobastank album, <laughs> and it won't be an album. It'll be the reason on repeat. <laughs> and then, I feel like it's 
It's very funny that you think in a situation where we've called you that you have all the leverage. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait well, till it happens. It'll be the reason on. on the phone. <laughs> it'll be the reason on repeat, and then uh, mouth sounds while you eat a huberito from Denny's. If they ever brought that back. Wait, what? Did they have a Hoobastank burrito? This is literally episode one of Goods from the Woods is me finding out that there was a, uh, that there is a Hoobastank burrito called the Hooburrito. What? At Denny's. Yeah, circa like 2013 or whatever. <laughs> and it was like, because it was, uh, they tried to do this like late night menu where it was like Katy Perry black and white shake. Yeah. And then like, they you know, they had a couple of other artists and then they had the Hooburrito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway. wow, uh, there was a point in history where Hoobastank was on equal footing with Katy Perry. Yeah, <laughs> very funny. About ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow, good for them. Wow, even more um, than ten years ago. Yeah, we're to look in fifteen. Probably they were at their height when I was like in middle school. Oh probably. no, I'm sure it was pay to play. They had to get they had to pay Denny's to get on that menu. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I remember around that time is like when I don't know. I was probably in maybe like a seventh grade or something. Yeah, when like the reason came out, I might be off by like a year. Oh or two. yeah, but I just remember like how deep like people thought that song was like right. especially you know junior high dudes yeah well i, I can actually put a, a a pretty solid date on it because Katy perry uh believe i kissed a girl came out in 2009 because yeah. it was my last year working at the radio station uh and then that same year was when the hangover came out and zach galifianakis hosted saturday night live and as a joke he goes uh you know we've got a great show Hoobastank is here, and it was a big punchline. It yeah. wasn't, you know, yeah. so they were already like they were gone. Yeah. yeah, so they must have paid to get on that Denny's menu right. as a promo. Right? Yeah. That's, well, or Hoobastank's I, dad owns I, Denny's. I, I, would guess, I mean, I would guess that the um, Mr. That Denny's Stank. had a partnership with with whatever record label has like Island or something that has like Hoobastank and Katy Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, and then the label chose which artist. To pair it with what uh what movie studio made Lord of the Rings? Ooh, Warner. Is I it, think is it Warner Brothers? I think so. Because I bet because you remember they had the Lord of the Rings uh, second breakfast or whatever. Oh, Hobbit. Hobbit. They had the uh, Hobbit menu. Yeah, and the like, Hobbit menu. Yeah. So I bet it's probably Warner Warner Music Group. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. we figured it out. Oh, wow. <laughs> so glad Denny's we, we in- took a a grand idea of just these artists having breakfast and made it as boring as we could. Make. <laughs> the the I, worst I, conspiracy. I, I catch myself doing that all the time when people like just come up with like a grand excuse for like why a thing is the way it is. And I'm so boring that it's like important to me to be like, actually the business reason why people do that is this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, anyway, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the reason is that somebody just kind of fucked up and put Hoobastank on there. Like, yeah. Wait, what did you say? Yeah. What? And the reason is <laughs> Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. Warner Brothers has a partnership with uh, with Denny's. That's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, we watched we watched a movie. Oh, we did. We watched. Buckle up. We watched a movie. We watched the movie. Was called, what is the movie called? The Inventor. The Inventor. The Inventor. Colon. Okay. Out for blood in Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. I am. I am at a point now where I have taken in so much Elizabeth Holmes 
oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. based content that i can't remember what any of it is called <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i was asking you if you'd listen to the podcast and then you went up and you're like no i'm listening to the audiobook and i was like yeah Shit. i was like i'm like most of the way through i didn't quite finish it today but i'm like I'm like 10 hours in. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hell yeah. I thought I was like going above and beyond. I was like, yeah, I listened to all nine episodes of The Dropout or whatever, which is the podcast. But no, you're, yeah, Monica's hardcore about <laughs> about some uh, some Theranos. Jesus. I, yeah, I, I, I really love a grifter story. I really hate Silicon Valley. It's <laughs> sort of yeah. a, oh, it's yeah. a perfect situation for me. Liz, did you do any extra homework? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Actually, one I I googled one lady in there, and it okay. wasn't Elizabeth Holmes. It was just to see if she was single. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just googled hot lady hot, single, hot lady single minus Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, yeah. What? What? No. Who was the lady? It was um, <laughs> they when when they're talking about like the accuracy of the blood tests, and then they bring in a quote unquote doctor to talk about oh. it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. and, and then I noticed like the, the initials after her name for her like her medical degree were ND and I was like what the fuck is an ND <laughs> and I looked it up she's just from North Dakota yes and she's a fucking witch doctor she is not a real doctor what is she like a chiropractor or something uh, kind of she's a doctor of naturopathic medicine oh fuck you uh, I know she like burns sage and sage yeah, chants exactly. and shit and then I looked up her when I saw that I was like well fuck you and honestly fuck Alex Gibney for putting you in this movie right and then I like yeah. googled her and she she yeah she's like an or a, a, a homeopath and an acupuncturist and it's just the, the only reason that she doesn't like sound crazy is that Elizabeth Holmes is so crazy that like she's saying like she doesn't say anything crazy you know like yeah she's like yeah. The, all she says is like yeah she shouldn't have done that and it's like <laughs> she right. have done yeah that. <laughs> she's it's the lady is it the lady that um that says the thing about like you can't really put you can't hand a patient their blood results because they don't know what they're they can't they don't know how to like analyze it is it that lady yeah which is a reasonable thing to say yeah yeah but it's like then she goes uh, home and squeezes goat's nuts and predicts the future. Exactly. Yeah. It's like saying, "Yeah, this fucking lady doesn't have any credibility." Anyway, here's a wizard. Yeah. Look what I read. Why. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I read in these tea leaves, guys. Here's a wizard. Is so funny. Um, it's so weird, though, because I mean, also you could get any medical professional I know. and to to to. <laughs> Speak against what was being offered there. I mean, right. like there, there are in every other, like in every article and in the book, there are countless medical professionals yeah. that are like, yeah, no, we knew it was not. Yeah, right. Good. Also, doesn't Alex Gibney work in Hollywood? Every fucking person in Hollywood, regardless of their job, also wants to be on camera. Just go to Cedar Sinai and be like, hey, who wants to yeah. talk to me? Find a fucking lab yeah. assistant. They have more credibility than this person. Also, he did have Ask a real doctor in there. Remember the. Yeah. the 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 one who who was like a, a a faculty advisor who kept telling who refused to work with Elizabeth Holmes oh, who yeah, was like yeah. yeah they had that that lady who was like yeah no this is will not work this, this is, is not physically possible. impossible yeah <laughs> like she was you already had her in there 
And then you go to a also, fucking... that was that lady a doctor? No, right? Yeah, <laughs> She's yeah. a scientist. I think I think she I think her I think it said MD after her name. I didn't Google her, but I, I'm pretty sure um, she was an MD. It's because she was she was married, so Luke didn't Google her. Yeah, <laughs> she was already locked down. Yeah. He couldn't hear her speak because she's married and I'm married. Uh, yeah. Married women sound like the Peanuts teacher to me. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I mean it is it is insane. It, what a funny part of this whole story is that it, like any time anyone in the sciences came near this. Uh, they were like, mm, no, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. So well, she just kind of kept intentionally building a life where they didn't talk to doctors. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There, no doc. Well, it's weird. No doctor would sign off on her box of magic. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I do. Did you guys? Did you like the movie? Oh my god, I loved it. Yeah, I, and I I felt a lot of uh, uh, there were many many similarities, obviously, with the Firefest documentaries t- documentaries that we watched as well. You know, beyond yeah. the, beyond the obvious of just like uh, you know a, a, a grifter has like tricked a bunch of dumb rich people into like buying into their thing, but beyond that, there's also the element of like. Uh, I hate these people and I don't care that they're sad about yeah, this. Yeah. That they lost. Like, fuck Henry Kissinger. I hope he loses all of his oh, money. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm yeah. like, you napalmed kids. You deserve this and so much more. Yeah. Like, you know, so I, I, it's totally this like Schadenfreude thing, except this one never had the gravity of the Firefest documentary where you actually have to see the Islanders who were like genuinely hurt by this. It was just like, oh, you, your, your fucking grandfather, uh, you know, is still rich. You're still rich. Go fuck yourself. I'm glad you lost some money. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I really liked yeah, it. It definitely. left it left me positively radiant afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I yeah, like I felt I felt like I liked it. I don't know. I, I don't know that I loved the movie. I feel like well, I after my um additional <laughs> additional research. Your additional I feel like, forty hours yeah. of research. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I was also like interested in the story before the documentary came out, so I had already like read some articles and was aware the book existed. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I wasn't going in totally blind. I kind of knew I was in- into it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, my memory of the story was literally just the breaking news that like, oh, this thing is fake. So it was like a thing I've never heard of isn't real and a, and a company collapsed and a bunch of people lost a bunch of money. And that was all I knew until I saw this documentary and then I was like, oh shit, and I had to go back and do the podcast and now mm-hmm. apparently there's a fucking audio book <laughs> and I'm about to be on the road for a month so I'm probably going to listen to that too. Yeah. Uh, the audio book is honestly great. It like really paints a picture of truly, it's by the, the, the writer, the writer that wrote the Wall Street Journal article that Oh, okay. Oh, the, the Carrie you, that like, guy john carry yeah. you yeah <laughs> yeah the like multiple pulitzer prize winning person but she was like he's just lying <laughs> yeah yeah oh man she's great <laughs> i just gotta say uh, she's great isn't she <laughs> she's just magical yeah <laughs> it's it's something else it's really crazy it's really 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 insane um so what are your impressions with her so what do you think 
Well, well, I, you know, we we actually texted about this uh, earlier, so I, f- I feel like we yeah. just we just got to get this out of the way up top because it's it's yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's kind of it's the uh, I suck dick for water thing. It's the yeah, thing yeah. everybody talks about with this thing, and that's her goddamn weird Yoda voice that she's adopted. Yeah, uh, a weird baritone. Right? Yeah. Wait, wait, is that not her natural voice? Uh, well, what? No. <laughs> I mean, she there's no like recorded evidence. Wait, are you are you? Are you are you doing a bit right now? Wait, what are you talking about? When she when she wait when she actually does the Yoda thing? No, I mean the way she speaks oh, is yeah. completely fabricated. It's her weird deep voice. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't. I've never heard her speak any other way. They, I've only ever seen the documentary. Do, they talk about it in the documentary, right? The voice. It gets referenced briefly, but they don't oh. necessarily. They don't really like talk about it a lot oh okay all right so i'm coming i forgot that they okay they didn't touch on this as much in the documentary they do on the podcast like there's a whole part of the podcast that's just random people being like yeah i've heard her voice she does not talk like that like she uh you know somebody at some point uh you know probably in business school told her that like you know uh in order to be taken seriously young women need to have a more like authoritative voice and she adopted the strangest Whoa. voice, you know, like, which is what we were kind of talking about over text. Uh, yeah. Monica, yeah. Which, uh, which you, you made a great point, but then, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, which was, uh, well, I, I forgot. You, you say, <laughs> say what you, say what you said over text. Cause it was, uh, it was a great say the point. Thing. Say the say thing. The thing. Yeah. Just that like, you know, I feel like it, it's funny. Cause I think that, um, the weekend the documentary came out, I was seeing a lot of people make observations about her and it was like, very funny the way the observations would split gender wise. Sure. Because a lot of men would be like, that voice. I mean, women were definitely being like, that voice is weird. But men, like, it was something men were really hung up on, it seemed like. Like, this voice is insane. Why does she do a weird voice? And to me, I was like, I've known women in male dominated fields that also do a weird voice. You don't necessarily do like she was doing a bad job. She right, was yeah, right. doing it too hard, but like you kind of change the way you talk if you're talking to a group of men. Otherwise, they will not listen to you. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, just what what it takes for a woman in business to like get a group of men to listen to her. Is she she sort of has to change a little. She was doing it to an extreme that was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, our our friend uh, Emily Faye had uh, uh, may, oh, maybe maybe my it's favorite so just like little video tweet, whatever you want to call it, of the year of her reading Shane Dawson's tweet in that voice and just being like, "I didn't fuck my cat. I didn't put my <laughs> dick anywhere near my cat." And it was it was outstanding. Uh, it was it was absolutely that that video is like a snapshot of that week online. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, but yeah, I know. And we, like I said, we were kind of like texting back and forth about this. And I was saying that like, it's it, that you're exactly right. Like she kind of puts that voice on and, uh, I, but I was like, I think there, there's a thing that happens between this and the Firefest documentary where you can look at a character like Billy McFarland or you can look at Elizabeth Holmes. And because all of us are in a certain socioeconomic bracket, that being the low end, we look at this <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, I, these guys are fucking hucksters. Like, they're just very obviously yeah. full of shit. But I think if you're like an old rich guy, 
then it's like there's something like your the bullshit meter in your brain just dies and you're like I'll give you money you're yeah. a pretty lady that talks to me <laughs> like yeah well I think these it's just they're I mean okay it's easy to say now but also like you should when you're investing that kind of money you should consult an actual expert on like is this reasonable at all <laughs> yeah yeah because like you look at it and it's like Oh, okay, it's an ambitious lady who wants to make one invention. But that's not what it is. Yeah. It's an ambitious lady who wants to make... Who First off, she wants to uh, automate all of the tests. Yeah. She wants to miniaturize all of the tests. And she wants to create a blood test that's sensitive enough to do it with a finger prick with rather than venipuncture. Yeah. All three of those are huge, huge <laughs> projects. And yeah. she's doing that 200 times. This yeah. is not one invention. This is 600 inventions. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to she's trying to invent the iPhone in 1950. That's what's happening. There are hundreds of steps that need to happen before this happens. Maybe this happens in de- a couple decades. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, it's so crazy how many steps that need to happen before you try to do this. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 amazing, and and it's really the way they tried to keep. Uh, you know the research section and the marketing section, church and state. Yeah, is so. <laughs> it's the most Silicon Valley shit in the world because yep. there's so many companies that do this, and sometimes they actually do manage to do a hail mary at the end and pull it off. You know, if whether it's uh, whether it's Apple or Microsoft or you know companies like that. But like in this case, what you're saying is right on. Where it's like, no, this is like 150 years of research that needs yeah. that needs to occur before <laughs> any of this is even remotely possible. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do think that it's like, I don't. I think that it. I don't. I don't know what success stories come have come from something like this, but I do think that it's relatively common practice in Silicon Valley culture to like. Oh, it's it's Netflix. Yeah. Not. It's, yeah. To like not really, for someone who is not technically <laughs> qualified yeah. to solve a specific problem, this like managed to get a lot of money to solve that problem despite the fact that again they have no technical qualifications yeah, right to do i mean i also think that like most founders and most ceos if i really think about it i couldn't name any that seemed like they had the qualifications to run the company they run it's not like oh yeah like yeah like it's not if you're if you're a ceo you didn't necessarily start out as the janitor right and, and, and famously like her hero steve jobs you know he didn't do shit wozniak programmed all the stuff his design team designed everything he was just like you know a weird confident hippie man in a turtleneck that came in and was like what if we did this and then proceeded to do nothing except do the conference every year like like the, I mean, you yeah. know that that all that steve jobs worship bullshit is so disgusting and so childish like the, the the descriptions i've heard of her like behavior that are just for steve jobs-esque bullshit like the going to a restaurant and bringing your own pasta um that is only whole wheat and then only get it like she would be like insane Whoa. she would go to restaurants so she would like she was like insane about eating and she would mostly only drink green smoothies and she wouldn't really eat and she would say that she would make employees do um do a test like a, a, a finger prick blood test to see what they ate and if they, she could tell if they didn't eat healthy 
<laughs> she was drinking blood, right? Yeah. Like and then- <laughs> at night, everyone agrees. Like she was for sure drinking all the blood in the evening. <laughs> That's what she lived on. Of what happened when Steve Jobs died? What was that? Sorry. Have you heard the story of what happened at Theranos when Steve Jobs died? No, I have. Tell me everything. <laughs> okay, so the news came out that day that Steve Jobs had died, and Elizabeth and Sonny, because Sonny was there at this point, because um, he wasn't always there. He didn't get there until, like, kind of later in the process. Right. Uh, but he, because I think he's, like, the most sinister character. Oh, but anyway, why is yeah, his name like, Sonny? Yeah. That's the craziest part, yeah. and it's not spelled like Sunny, like he's a junior. Like, hey, Sunny boy, it's spelled Sunny like a sunny day in in, in May. Like, anyway, yeah. But um, but so her and Sunny were like moping around, and they said that she said that they wanted she wanted to do something to pay tribute to Steve Jobs. Oh my god! So <laughs> so she wanted to hang Apple flags at half mast in front of the Theranos building. <laughs> She told an employee that she wanted to do that, and truly, all work fully stopped at Theranos until someone could get Apple, Apple flags? branded flags, which don't exist. I was going to so say, someone, where do someone you get that? Go, someone went to like a store with like one of those like custom like embroidery. Oh, it made a vinyl one. <laughs> vinyl yeah, flags. They did. They had a flag made out of vinyl. And like, <laughs> the day, nobody did anything. And just like Elizabeth oh. was like inconsolable and moping around. And Sonny was like upset and mad. That and then they, they hung the flag. And that was it. Meanwhile, that, that scientist that killed himself. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't let anyone talk about. And there was one employee that, that worked with him. But after that scientist died, that the employee like... Uh, looked up his patent record and just sent it to like all the people who worked with him, just with a picture of him at the top to kind of like something to remember him by. And she fired that guy for doing that. Oh my oh. god! Hell yeah! <laughs> she she, she kind of rules. I mean, like if you're gonna be just a disgusting piece of shit, you know why? Go for it. Really go for it. Yeah, you know? I love it. It's- so crazy. She's so crazy. I, I, I'm, I'm curious, like, how much do you guys, I mean, you both know more about her than I do. How much do you think she's a true believer in what she's doing? And how much is she, like, a complete charlatan just trying to, like, tr- trick people, outright trick people? Like, I, I think she's a, she's got the serial killer thing where I'm like, oh, she's actually, like, she she's she's got, uh you know... She doesn't think anything she's doing is like wrong. She's like, no, we're gonna do it. <laughs> you know. Do you, so you think that? I, I, yeah, I think it's both. Yeah. I think that it, I think that there was a, a shift at some point. Yeah. yeah. I, guess, I mean, I guess there has to be when like the rub, you know, the rubber hits the road and it becomes a reality or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, you know, I kind of uh, mentioned this a minute ago, but it reminds me of like that's it's the same kind of stories like Uber or Netflix, where like Netflix has technically never. T- been profitable like they're like they're like negative 22 million or 22 billion dollars or some crazy shit right now in the hole but you just keep kicking the can down the road and you know getting more more and more investment to like plug little holes and things like that uber went through the same thing uh at the beginning and i think they're kind of like sort of fucked now because lyft is sort of passing them because they've become you know politically uh uh 
you know, a bat yeah. or whatever. But uh, but it, this is like a Silicon th- Valley thing of like kicking the can down the road financially. But the problem is, in this case, you're never going to be made whole because the thing you're doing, like Netflix could potentially, you know, do something and, in, in, you know, turn a profit at some point. But with this, could Netflix, but Netflix is actually delivering movies through streaming into people's homes. They're actually doing the thing they claim to do, yeah. even if it's not profitable. This is like, oh no, at some point, this has to come crashing down because it can't happen, you know? Right. So the, right. The, the big, like, with, with the Netflix idea, it's like, at least that technology exists. Yes, yes, exactly. So they're, they're, they're selling a product at a, uh, yeah. you know, an, an unreasonably low uh, price point, I guess, for, for what, what all they're doing. But at least, uh, you know, they're, there's something there. It's right. real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. They had one new innovation back when they started streaming before anybody else did. Right. They didn't try to yeah. do 600 at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now they're making, oh, fuck, too many, you know, so much shit at the same time, and everything seems to be bad. But uh, anyway, that's another another issue. Yeah, yeah I don't know what to think about Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be crazy if someday it's just like, it's just gone. <laughs> oh, it's oh, I'm calling it right now. What is what is today's date? It is uh, April 6, 2019. Yeah. I'm calling it right now. Like 4 years, 5 years maybe at the most. I feel like you try to do this every episode. I, you try to call you you try to <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to be right one time and you'll uh, see. You'll all see. It's, Look, it's Rivers hey, is calling it now corner. Hey Monica, first yes. they call you crazy and then you change the world. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Man, it's uh, her. Oh God! <laughs> also, like, it's really, really insane to me uh, that the day, like, because that that quote is from like the day that she that the Wall Street Journal article came out, right? That was like eviscerating them. Yeah, yeah. her her hail mary is Jim Cramer. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, yes, man. Yeah, That's the favor the, you call in? That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who was like, Bear Stearns is fine. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, Has there ever like, been a, a flattering clip of Jim Cramer in anything? No. I feel like he's only no. ever used in clips of like, this guy's so fucking dumb. Yeah, and he's always wrong. He's the, <laughs> yeah. me, he's the me of finance. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he, he has a TV show still. He has like a... Oh yeah, because everything's dog shit. Yeah, of course he does. He'll have a TV show forever. It doesn't matter how you know how wrong he is. Because he screams and hits buttons, and yeah. people like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, it must get viewers. I don't know. That's uh, weird. Can I say my absolute favorite part of the documentary? The part that I laughed the hardest at was when they HBO somehow recreated the Edison machine and filmed it. And it oh, and, man. and they and the guy the guy was describing he was like yeah there was just blood going everywhere and it was the <laughs> machine it was the inside of the machine and there was just like splattered oh, blood yeah. all over and then like she was like yeah pieces were falling off and it was like sparking and smoking and there was just blood and fire like inside this thing and I was <laughs> laughing so fucking hard at it because at a certain point then- I was like show me the machine what the fuck is it like they were building something it was made of yeah. magic but they were building building something and then we actually showed it with that voiceover of the guy like yeah i mean there was just blood everywhere it was so funny to me yeah. 
<laughs> just a machine full of blood and electricity. Yeah. It's just full it's of like needles, alcohol. Or something. Full yeah. of needles. The machine yeah. is oh, full of needles. That's right. And the guy like the... <laughs> he has to reach like, in and yeah, fix it. Yeah, you have it. to put your hand in this machine full of needles. That's what it was. The guy with the glove reaches in and the machine tries to attack him. Yeah. So we invented not so much a medical testing machine as a saw trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes went in, like the quickest way to spread like bloodborne diseases. Yeah. Just put your hand in the magic box, folks. Step right up. Get yourself uh, hepatitis C. I want to play a game. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? It's funny um, is that the, the other observation that was being made the weekend the, the movie came out mostly by women was that, like, the only reason she was getting, was tricking all these, like, old white men was because she's pretty. Uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't, I think that's. I think that's too reductive. I don't think that's what was happening. <laughs> like, I think, I think that she is, like, a young woman, so they're like, oh, cool, I do like talking to a young woman. That's but what, I, yeah, they, they, like the, I, I they mean, like the attention, you know. Yeah, like, I don't think that, I, I don't know, I don't think, there are two things I think are, like, too reductive to the story that people bring up is, like, that, that she was only getting stuff because she was hot. Because I think that she worked really hard to not be particularly hot. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she really yeah. went out of her way to, like, mute everything about her appearance. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, like, she could have easily been, like, bimbo-y, but I think that she was really trying not to be. Um, but also, like, uh, people will say that uh, Sunny... Like that, Sunny was influencing her, which does sound sort of true, but I think that takes away too much of her agency of being an absolute shithead herself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, I mean, I'm I, a modern feminist, and I think that uh, <laughs> women are allowed to be very terrible. Also. I mean i I think um, I think that's right, but also with some of those guys, particularly with Clinton. Where he's just like, tell him mm-hmm. how old you are when you started the company. I'm like, oh, you disgusting oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, you know, that's probably true with some of them. But also, I think when you reach a certain age, just like, you know, especially if you're that rich, it's part of the brain boiling that happens with, with time and money, where it's just like, yeah. you, you know, even if she is trying to, you know, dress down as much as possible. Because, well, you know, like, it's, it's the, it's the, the, uh, the world's monetary fund guy, like, you know, uh, assaulting the maid you know in, yeah, the, in the hotel right. room like he's an old rich disgusting pervert and even though this woman was at work dressed in her work outfit he's st- you know he still like uh, assaulted her or whatever yeah. so, so i mean you know i think you know unfortunately uh in in this in this world that's dominated by the patriarchy if you're a lady uh-huh. and you're around uh you know a, a, an old disgusting horn dog like bill clinton or <laughs> fucking yeah. henry kissinger you can do you can wear the handmaid's tail outfit and it don't fucking matter like yeah. they're you know i mean it, it could have definitely i mean been a factor but i i, yeah. I, I also don't want to undersell what the the true level of her con artistry here oh you yeah know? like no she's awesome yeah, <laughs> yeah i also think that like i i don't know that i think it was like i do think that's true but i do think that also that like the guiding force of people's willingness 
to invest in her went beyond that. Like, I think that was just like a a piece of the puzzle. Like they were buying into the whole story she was telling and her being like a beautiful young woman is just like kind of one slice of the bigger picture. Because also then I I do also think it's like, you know, for any of the like um, older white guy running a venture capital fund type dudes in Silicon Valley where they're, they get shit all the time for not investing in enough women. Right. It was like an, it was like an easy one to be like, of, of course I believe in women. Like, look at this beautiful. Yeah. Woman. yeah. She filled a quota for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That That's, it's that's like she told the right story to fill that quota for them. Bingo. And that we, and the, I, I can, I can link that shit right back to the to the two wrestling documentaries we've talked you know we've talked about where it's like in pro wrestling it's not you know the trick is have a good story and people will forget that it's bullshit like you know you could be moved by you can have emotions about a tv show even though you know it's fake and i don't even mean wrestling like breaking bad sopranos whatever if if it's if the story is good enough you're invested no matter what. And in this case, it was right. literally like, it was like, Oh, this is like the second coming of Steve jobs, except she's 19 and she's a, you know, she's a lady and all this stuff. And you're right. It was totally, uh, for some of them. Yeah. She just fills, fills a quota. Basically it's like, Oh yeah, I can put all my money in this. And I look like a good person when it's like, no, you, you look, you end up looking like a fucking idiot. Do your research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many women that start companies fucking find, find one, not the one who's talking in a Yoda voice and pretending to be Steve jobs well james madison invested in her so clearly he knows something about medical science the the, um scene where she says she says that uh they're like what's your favorite thing about star wars she's like yoda no 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 no. that was not the question the question is so much weirder than that it was what is your favorite noise from star wars which already is a fucking weird question. Yeah. And I think you're supposed to go Ichuta or whatever. Like, you're supposed to pick one. And she goes, oh, Well, I guess it's Yoda. I like <laughs> yeah. you. I like you. Do or do not. There is no try. And I'm like, That was not the question. The question was, What was your favorite noise from Star Wars? Which, while a stupid question, you can't then be like, My favorite noise in Star Wars? Yoda. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what's what's also crazy about that is that's clearly the answer they were looking for. And it's on the fucking the, wall, and that's the question they ask. Yeah, yeah. What are, <laughs> what's your favorite noise from Star yeah. Wars? Not quote noise. Yeah, like you're supposed I to go mean, pew pew. A, pew. Yeah. Was it a photo shoot when they were asking her that, or was it the? Um, it was the Errol Morris uh, like TV oh, outtakes. Yeah. That's that's what Do it was. Do you think it was shade to show Errol Morris? in an Alex Gibney document. It felt weird. It felt like a weird... Dig almost? "Ah, There's like something, there's some subtext here and I don't know quite what it is, but I feel... It feels spicy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I did notice that and I, I was like, ooh, wow, what did... Because I guess, you know, you get... He was making a commercial, you know, he was taking a paycheck. I I cut him a little bit of slack, but it is just funny to have another very famous documentarian just being like, oh, yeah, this guy fell for it, too, by the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, the, or at least that was the implication. I kind of watched it like, yeah, he probably showed up and took the paycheck. I don't think he gave a shit one way or the other, probably. You know what's funny is that, you know, they're saying it's like, whatever, these were patients or whatever uh, of of uh, Theranos or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. One of the people in there, I know her. What? Yeah. It was, she did, She didn't speak, but there's at the, the part at the beginning where they're kind of like cutting between people smiling. Uh-huh. At the beginning. And she was, she, I, it was, she was one of those faces. Oh, she's like an actress? Uh yeah, she was she was in my one of my UCB like sketch three hundred one class. No or something. shit. Yeah yeah. Oh that's fo- oh that's funny. I know, and I <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that looks like I think I know her. And then I went back and I paused it and I put it like side by side with her Facebook profile, and I was like, one million percent, that's her. Oh, did you message her? No, I didn't. Do no. it do it right now. Do it right now. <laughs> let's see what I, yeah. You message her. Let's see if we get a response. Are you Facebook friends with her? Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah. 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 Are we, are we, uh, yeah. Yeah. I am because that's what I've compared it to. Oh yeah. Facebook profile. We gotta picture, know. Yeah. We gotta know. Do you know you're in the Theranos documentary? <laughs> I know. Yeah, because I even like looked at her Facebook wall and nobody had posted about it, but I was like, how people have seen this, and that's definitely you. Oh man. So I'm pretty sure these are just actors that they hired to do this i don't think these are real patients text them and let's get yeah. let's get a live update at some point that's so oh, that's so funny wow. <laughs> yeah i hope it paid well yeah no, I, I, I i that's what i'm saying i ain't mad at errol morris go get, get you know get your money you know get your get, oh yeah. yeah no i mean it is funny though the footage or like the audio of of um i don't know the interview in the beginning where you like hear him talking to her yeah, it, 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 he. It feels like he is impressed by her, but I, I. That could just be sort of a disarming tactic for a oh, filmmaker. To- totally. Well, and the one time they actually show his face when it's like, oh, we even got Errol Morris. Like he kind of has the biggest. Like he's kind of like halfway through laughing. He's got kind of the biggest shit eating grin on his face. Yeah, so, yeah. It, I was thinking, was he doing the weird? You know, he does that weird thing with the camera yeah where he sits in a in, in a booth with a mirror on the other side so you're looking yeah, like directly yeah. into his face yeah i was wondering if that was what we were seeing it, they sh- it flashed too fast and i couldn't really tell totally yeah no that's 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 totally what it was because it's that same <laughs> style and then you could see it in her eyes by the way yeah. i'm worried about her eyes because every time they like she was wearing contacts that's how clear that footage was but then also she had several blood vessels that crept all the way across her eyeballs like she hadn't well, she, slept in fucking years working on her magic box mm-hmm. <laughs> she sleeps there's a there's a whole thing about it in the book where she like oh god does she, sleeps for, does she yeah, sleep she in like sleeps- a leather cocoon or something <laughs> Well, no, because she lived in an apartment. She lived in an apartment with Sunny that was like um, half a mile away from the Theranos place, but uh, the Theranos office. But she um, sleeps four hours a night, and she would, and that's it. And she would eat um, chocolate-covered coffee beans to keep her energy up all day long. Jesus, and she would never sleep more than four hours. And I was thinking, like. Like, so I, I think that this, I think that this, like, sort of millennial idea of, like, grinding really hard and making productivity your whole personality yeah. thing 
is so fucking like toxic and weird and bad. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's such a red now, like, I mean, and I know because I was in it for a long time, like I, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely have done it before. And now I'm like, what a joke. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but like, it's now to me, such a red flag when anybody talks about how little sleep they get. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like, what are, who, for what, for what are you doing that? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was like an early twenties thing for me into <laughs> mid twenties, but oh my God. Yeah. Oh. I'll do that someday. <laughs> what? Not sleep. Yeah. Big relaxed guy over here. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's really strange. It's really, really, uh, it's really weird. I, I, I don't know how that happened to this whole generation, but like all these, and Silicon Valley is truly like one of the epicenters of that, of that disease. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny cause it's, it's something that, that comes up a lot on this show. It's Silicon Valley and, and wall street. That's, that's where that shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. that wall yeah. street, there's a closing bell. Like it, it ends. It's, well, I guess NASDAQ doesn't, but the, the, at least the stock exchange ends at a certain point. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. Com- well, it's even like, it's common for Stanford students to like never sleep and, and be practically homeless, just killing themselves, trying to like finish and also uh, start a company or whatever. Right, like launch their app and just coding all night and all that shit. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Silicon Valley is just, I mean, it's just a place full of cult leaders. Yeah. Like, that's, they're they're exactly the same. It's just like, just believe in me, believe in my vision. I'm the one with all the right answers. Yep. Just follow me and do what I say, and we'll make it to the promised land. Like they're yeah. all cult leaders. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking the other person, and not to just keep bringing this up, but it, it reminded me of it just immediately. The other person, the only other person that I, I that just immediately springs to mind that famously only sleeps four hours a fucking night is Vince McMahon, who's also a cult leader that everybody believes in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's exactly what you're talking about. There's yeah. there's just like this certain strain of psychopathy that runs through so many of the people that we've discussed on this podcast where it's just like oh you just you're like you're if you could see like the vision inside of your brain it is just the thing like there's there's nothing else in there you know yeah it's like a yeah it's like a i don't know uh i'm also just been watching basketball for the first time and our uh, auburn's coach bruce pearl you look at that man and you're like when he closes his eyes he just sees a bouncing basketball like there is nothing else he thinks about oh yeah he just has like the fucking eyes of a shark it's just like oh yeah we're fucking <laughs> and he's insane and they keep showing slow-mo shots of him screaming yeah and i'm like this this is like a this is like a personality type and i saw a lot of that in a her. man who could sweat through a suit coat if ever there was one. Oh hell yeah and yeah. she's kind of that got that same that same thing where you're just like oh there's there's no deviating you from your weird broken vision. Like it's like we're gonna make this work. We will literally defy Newton's laws of physics to yeah. make my magic yeah. box work. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I yeah, I love her. I think she's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she's so full of shit. It's yeah. fantastic. That's that's uh, uh my current operating theory is that Silicon Valley is all cult leaders and Los Angeles is all people waiting in line to drink their Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. There's like, there's a point in, there's a point in the book also where she's like, she gets 
they, uh, her and Sonny's paranoia. <laughs> it is so her. Insane. Sorry, sorry, it is her in the commercial. Oh really? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she said that's me. I did the commercial four years ago. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Wow. They should be posting about that. That's really funny. I know. Yeah. I was going to say, get get some more details. Was it Errol Morris? Was it like, who? what, what was happening? <laughs> uh, well, I'm you... sure she signed an insane NDA. Oh, yeah. I bet she did. Yeah. She's legally bound. Never mind. I don't want to get okay, your friend yeah. in trouble, but yeah. that's that's crazy. Yeah. So, it's, so yeah, it's just she was just in a commercial. So I can't imagine that those were. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm were sure. like actual <laughs> patients. Yeah. No, that's funny. That's uh, so funny. Yeah, there's a very much. There, it feels like there's sort of a a, a doctor death sort of flavor to this whole thing. Did you guys listen? Oh, to Oh hell yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you listen like, to that one, Monica? No. Oh fuck. Oh my. Oh, oh shit. That I mean, you could. Oh yeah, it's good. It's a podcast called Doctor Death about a, a guy who didn't know what he was doing and just started uh, screwing screws into people's spines and shit. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. It's, what? It's the, dude, it, it has scared the shit out of me to ever get surgery. Just shoot me in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather die than go under the knife at this point because of this podcast. But this, yeah, this, oh my yeah God. It's, it's a guy who, like, he's convinced of his own greatness as a neurosurgeon, and he yeah. somehow got board certified, like... Doing like one tenth of the training that he was supposed to, yeah, and so he ended up killing or paralyzing most of his patients. Yeah, almost everyone. Yeah, it was like fifteen oh people God. or something yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, and he went to prison for it. Yeah, he's still he's in jail. Doctor Dun is this Christopher Dunch? Dunch, that's Dunch, right. Yeah. Doctor Dunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, yeah, it was so bad. It was it was like yeah. yeah anyway, we don't like, need to like recap another. But no, but you're totally right. Like yeah, yeah there's there's now twenty people in Texas who are either dead or unable to walk because this guy was like, I'm I got this. Right. It's the same kind of psychopathy where it feels <laughs> yeah. like she maybe has this sort of thing where it's like she believes what she's doing so hard. That's what I'm saying. I don't, that, that it's like harming patients too. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that podcast will f- uh, it'll, it'll fuck you up, but uh, I, it's it's a good listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I had someone say to me that they didn't think what she did was that bad. <laughs> I that'd be me. <laughs> I wish I, more. I, I wish more people would steal money from these idiots. I mean, she's not going to go to jail, uh, obviously, but uh, you know, she'll get she'll get probation and time, you know, whatever, probably. Uh, but uh, yeah. I think it's kind of cool. I don't know. She's like a Jesse James type to me. <laughs> I mean, she's like a Robin she Hood do figure. It. She didn't. She's not a Robin Hood though. She was yeah. a fucking heiress. She was born into money. No, that's that's fair. Yeah, you just you take. You know, you know what her family, her what she's the heir to. Oh, I remember it was something stupid. What was it? Fleischman's yeast. That's right. She's a yeast heiress. <laughs> that's what it was. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Fleischmann's yeast. There's also yeast. like there was a there was one story where there was like a um <laughs> there was one story where there was like someone was it was like a, a potential investor I think was like uh doing like, you know, going on a tour of Theranos and they were quoted later talking about how they're like, you know, at first I didn't know how she was qualified to be doing, um, to be running a business in the med tech industry. Right. Um, but, but then I realized 
that her great-grandfather was the president of some hospital in Cincinnati, and uh, and she also had another, you know, great-grandparent that was uh, in business uh, talking about the Fleischmann thing. And it was like, just because you have great-grandparents... Yeah. <laughs> yep. That did a job doesn't mean you did the job. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's like, about it, it's totally telling that story. It's it's uh, you know this this wrestler is a third generation superstar. It's like yo, just because your dad was good at something doesn't mean you are. Yeah. You know? But it's yeah, all about telling that story. Genetically predisposed to be <laughs> yeah. a doctor. But people think that rich people think like that, especially if they come from a lineage of money. They're like, oh well, my father was great, and so I'm great. You know. Yeah. And so it, yeah. it's very easy to con those people. It's like, oh, she has a pedigree in business. That's a phrase that people use. You're like, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. my dad taught physics and chemistry for 40 years in a public school. He knows that shit. I didn't get any of that. I didn't even take chemistry. I don't know what it is. So I'm not qualified to be a fucking chemist just because my dad was. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. But then people say that shit. They're like, oh, he has a business pedigree. Like, oh, he's a, you know, like Anderson Cooper is a fucking Vanderbilt. I wouldn't trust the motherfucker to build a railroad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> isn't Tucker Carlson the heir to like Swanson frozen dinners is or something? That, oh, if that's true, that's hilarious. He should, I mean, I would, I'd rather him be making frozen dinners than, yeah, than I, uh, being a Nazi on TV. Yeah, but it's, it's something. It's it's either that or something exactly like that. That's, that's like so frozen dinners or something. Funny. Yeah. yeah, that's what he should be doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean that. It's, yeah, uh, it's just so frustrating. I just hate rich people so much. Right. Well, that's that, that's what I said. Like I, you know, I, I, I misspoke. She's not Robin Hood. She is Jesse, Jesse James, though. You know what I mean? Like she's uh, she's uh, uh she, you know, she, she's not giving. Really, she's not giving anything back. But at least it's cool that she's up there doing what she's doing. <laughs> but I don't think it is. I think it's really bad that she did what she did because she didn't. She just like she has no. It's just if it if it was anything other than medicine, fine. But oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She well, she she stuck her hands into something that is so fucking dangerous to fuck with like yeah that's true and people were getting test results from them that were wildly i mean you would get a test there were stories of people getting test results that were like yeah you probably like almost certainly have prostate cancer and then you'd get a test result from a different place and they'd be like no yeah that's right (laughs) you're fine they would have to dilute they had to dilute the blood samples twice in the process (laughs) with saline yeah twice Oh god! Two drops of blood that they diluted twice—that's crazy. That's not—it's barely blood anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to say, I, I jumped the gun earlier. I got very excited to talk about how cool she is, but then also I forgot that there actually is that moment of the lady on the Bahamas who lost all her money in the podcast because they interview a bunch of people. Like, yeah, I totally uh, was. They they told me that my cancer was back. <laughs> Yeah, oh wait! Oh, like, I thought you were so scary. Like the five people yeah. who did Theranos all got yeah. such fucked up results that they were all like, "Wait, what?" And fortunately, all of them went and got yeah a second opinion. Thankfully, and yeah. they all told them like, "No, no, no, you're good. Your cancer's still in remission. You're fine." Uh, you know, or alternately, like, "No, you're fucked. You need you need medicine." You know, or whatever it was. So I forgot I forgot about them. So uh, you know, apologies to the <laughs> twenty people who did Theranos. But uh, you know, I just it had to be more than cool. it had to be a, a fair amount of people, right? I mean, how long were I? I can't remember the dates that it was in Walgreens. Yeah, it was in Arizona, Walgreens. But it was like <laughs> for, so like, like, I, for I, like a year. It was for a while. 
And they also, um, they don't cover it in the movie, but they were also in Safeway in, like, the Bay Area. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they they were, like, being tested out there and stuff, like, doing, like, trial runs yeah. and shit. Oh, it's so and funny. It's like, and then even, like, employees and stuff. I don't know. I just think, I think that she she had the potential to just be, like, a funny grifter, but then fucking, <laughs> yeah. with, fucking, with, fucking with medicine is crazy. Yeah. But then also, like... Um, I, I don't know. I, that dude killed himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and her and her reaction is honestly so shocking and cold and yeah. horrible. And she just like the, all the stories of her firing people and just being insane to her employees and being so. She just reminds me so much of someone I worked for that I think she's the most evil person alive. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I've always just like worked in rest with that culture. It's so crazy and so horrible. And those people really genuinely believe they were doing something that was going to, you know, they, I think if you, if you apply work and buy the story and you're like, I I can't believe I get to like be a part of a thing that's going to like really save lives. And then you're treated like you're stealing every day. Yeah. You're yelled at. They, the employees like couldn't leave. They yeah. they would have lunch. They'd have lunch delivered at eight thirty p.m. so that nobody would leave oh. until at least ten. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I, there was a there was a thing in the documentary about the guy getting walked around by security to the bathroom. Oh yeah. Was yeah. that in the documentary or the podcast? It's running together. I can't remember which, but uh, it's, in, it's definitely in the book that 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 one of the guys from like Safeway or something. He was like one of the people that was like going to invest in it. Yeah, and they wouldn't. They <laughs> had a they had security walk him to the fucking bathroom to take a piss. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't remember because he and because he asked about seeing the machines and 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 there she just wouldn't let him see a machine. Yeah, because they didn't work because they weren't real. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> man. And then when she got caught, she went on TV and lied about it. Yeah. There's also quotes of her, like, in one staff meeting, um, she would be furious if people would quit for normal reasons. Right. <laughs> like, right. like, like, it's, like it's all a sham. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, or like people just being like, I'm going to start my own business. Right. And she would like, make them leave immediately and not say goodbye to their team. (laughs) 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 And she, if too many people quit at one time, they'd have these like emergency staff meetings. Uh, And there was one where she's quoted being like, if you don't believe in the mission of this company, you should leave right now. I'm starting a fucking religion. Yeah. She's L. Ron Hubbard. (laughs) She's she's David Miskovich or or Jim Jones. Yeah, yeah, she is L. Ron Hubbard. I mean, she because she she really like hangs on and goes down with the ship. Truly. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, and if she if they try to send her to jail, she might get on a ship like L. Ron Hubbard and just sail the oceans <laughs> <laughs> to avoid yeah, prosecution. <laughs> yeah, no, she'll get she'll get probation or something, and and they. Uh, I think the the thing they said is that she can't start another company for ten years. <laughs> Which, yeah, I'm sure that'll stop her. <laughs> yeah. But also, it's like she's fucking what? My, she's my age, right? She's like thirty. 
She's my age. She was born the same year as me. When I heard that, I wanted to scream. Um, <laughs> she's 34. Yeah, she's 34. So it should be 44. Perfect. A great a great age to start another company and just yeah. do it again. Oh, she will. And she'll grift a bunch of people into investing. I mean, that's always how these, these things happen is... Uh, People get taken down as like frauds, and like ten years later, everybody forgets, and they give them money again. Yeah, or she becomes the president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh yes, yes. That was your that was your calling it last episode. You said Billy McFarlane's going to run for president. I think that of all psychopaths, I'm like <laughs> eventually they'll run for president. Oh no, that's going to be our choice someday. It's oh, going to be those Billy two. McFarlane <laughs> versus Elizabeth Holmes. I think they'll be on the same ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, <laughs> people find older people find people of this generation so charming that they fall for <laughs> the Billy's and the Elizabeths of our generation. <laughs> Truly, are the worst of our offerings. Oh man, I, uh, you just went through uh, Mardi Gras down there. Uh, mm-hmm. So next year. Can we build an Edison box float and ride it? Like that would be, that's the first thing I was thinking. Like, cause I watched this when it came out, it was like right around Mardi Gras when it came out. I was like, that would be such a dope float if it was the Edison box, but it was opened up and it was just shooting like blood and like sparks and shit. And it was just like a gnarly. And then you had, you know, maybe like her head on the back of it or something, you know, just, just riding the, the Edison box down the street. It'd be very niche, but uh, you know, this is my Mardi well, Gras. Well, no, that sounds like a perfect float for a uh, crew de vu, although i think crew de vu does like local stuff more than oh okay but but um but crew de vu is like i don't know actually i hate crew de vu. i mean I've, i'm i'm not i'm not here long enough yet to hate anything publicly i think um <laughs> people from here do not like when people move here and then decide what things they don't like um but sure. but i do hate crew de vu. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's the it's the it's the parade that's like funny, you know what I mean? Like right, right. We're a bunch of goofs on the state of things, and it's like it's like parade floats that are written by a, a, a college professor that thinks he's being witty. Oh, yes, yeah, of course. It's a lot of that shit, and I was just like, I don't. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't uh, what funny is this also sucks also i have i don't know it's, it's been it was interesting going through mardi gras here um i know that's not what we're here to talk about but it was an interesting experience <laughs> no I, I i totally introduced this element i'm just a big fan of the of the of the box of blood and fire yeah. <laughs> it's so cool to me <laughs> and i want more of it i mean it really is crazy how hard would it be um, to get I, you know, one <laughs> like, oh my god an edison oh, an edison I, like now <laughs> I, I would have to imagine they she destroyed them all or something right yeah or the, you know like uh our, our uh our friend george coffee uh works works uh like it for a company and they you know have to um they they sometimes have to dispose of of stuff like that like for instance the uh the television sets that are uh uh downstairs in this apartment and in my room in this apartment both came from imagine entertainment and they were just going to chuck them so i imagine those unfortunately all of those machines are probably in the great pacific garbage patch right now but uh damn it'd be cool to get a hold of one 
there there was um I'm sorry I know all these weird specific anecdotes, but there was a story of a guy who took two Edisons out of the building to go test them at other Silicon Valley startups. And she had them like, killed. <laughs> well, and so but they took photos of the Edison. It was like a totally sanctioned thing. So they took photos of the Edison uh, and he had the photos on his computer and he was like drinking it. This, the story, the way the story is told is like he's drinking a beer at home on a Saturday night and he sees the photos and he has like a funny idea and he makes like a funny Craigslist post uh-huh. that is fake. It doesn't, he doesn't ever actually post it. He like just kind of like mocks up a fake Craigslist post that's like for sale to Edison's like needed it for to test this, but turns out I'm fine. Don't need it anymore. And thinks it's funny and like shows it to a couple of people at the office on Monday and then someone's like, oh, my God, this is so funny. And they hang it in the men's room. And then, like, by lunch, it gets to Elizabeth. And she has a fucking meltdown. Oh, hell and yeah. She thinks, and she thinks it's real. And she's, <laughs> like, trying. She's, like, calling the cops. <laughs> and, like, and he was just, like, he was applying to to transfer departments because he didn't like the guy he was looking for and he wanted to be in sales instead. And so he ends up finding out that Elizabeth is freaking out about it. And he, uh, he like confesses to you. He's like, I'm so sorry. It was just a joke. It meant internally. I never, it never got posted. It's just a joke. And she like, she's like, well, this isn't funny. First of all, uh, and then she's like, she tells him she can't do the transfer because she can't trust him with customers. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because of this not funny joke, which they like, they read the whole Craigslist post in the audiobook, and it is not funny. I mean, it's like, I guess maybe it's funny if you work there, but it's like it references <laughs> other blood testing machines. It's just like, oh, God, oh, God. what a fucking <laughs> nerd. He spent so long making this. Stupid, boring joke that got him in trouble. Yeah, yeah. She's like, first of all, you can't be trusted. Second of all, I'm going to whip you with a cat of nine tails made out of cell phone chargers. That's what you... So it's that's wow. her weapon that's of so choice crazy. after yeah. the apocalypse, by the way. Just a cat of nine tails made out of cell phone chargers, <laughs> and she's fucking dude. The apocalypse is gonna be so crazy because she is gonna lead the most badass gang. Like, she'll kill all the other gangs in San Francisco, <laughs> and then, like, word Man, of oh, yeah. I don't believe in her at all. I think that she'll <laughs> die immediately. Really? I, th- I think she'll be riding around on a giant uh, g- g- cart hauled by. A bunch of 80 year old white men that's what i mean like yeah. she ain't gonna actually you know she's not like uh you know imperator furiosa or nothing she's not gonna do anything herself but she'll trick a bunch of of dummies into doing shit for her you know i guess but i i mean not to be too aggressive about being very logical about a hypothetical apocalypse but <laughs> <laughs> but i do think that um her skills are in tricking old privileged white guys with money yeah and they'll be the first to go (laughs) they're not yeah they don't have any useful skills that's true uh and i don't think she can trick like normal blue collar people because everybody in her company who was like someone with an actual skill saw through her in about 
a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this this is this is kind like, of hey, no. This is kind of us undoing the Huberito. <laughs> At the beginning of the episode, wait. The Huba, this is sort of how we undid the Hoobastank burrito. You know, we had mm-hmm. a. It was it was fun, and then we were like, oh, it's because they have a partnership I, with Warner Brothers. Am, oh yeah. Yeah, I am honestly, I'm the biggest killjoy I've ever met. I don't know when I became this way. Oh no, no. Love to think critically about everything, and it's, it's so boring of me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fantasy does not exist in my world anymore. Uh, I think she will confidently stride out into the street during the apocalypse and then immediately be impaled. (laughs) She'll be confident that she'll survive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she'll think she can. I mean, because she doesn't sleep very much, so she thinks she's, like, strong enough to handle it. Yeah, but apparently, according to the podcast, the last time anyone saw her was at a uh, like the, one of the people they interviewed saw her at a, at a cafe in Sausalito so apparently she's still up in the bay somewhere she, just free loose they yeah, saw her she, at like, a goes cafe to gi- she goes to like giant games and like uh go- she went to Burning Man or something she has like a That's right. hotel she got the new boyfriend and they went fiance. to Burning yeah, yeah they got she got the new boyfriend and they went to Burning Man that's right <laughs> this just feels like <laughs> The end of The Dark Knight Rises when Alfred sees Bruce Wayne at a cafe and just says nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I love that. Yeah, I I don't know. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, she's bad, you know, but... You can't talk me out of her being kind of cool. I don't know. There's something she's yeah, just she's well, just that's so just cool. Because you're just a natural fan of real life heels. It's fucking hilarious to me. Still, I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> twenty people Are got you, mad. You just love drama. I'm a messy <laughs> bitch that loves drama. That's what I am. And she's 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 the straw that stirs the drink up there in Silicon Valley. Well, I, I love it. I remember I showed you a, a highlight reel of of Draymond Green because he's the dirtiest player in the NBA. <laughs> And you immediately were just like, well, this is the only basketball player I like. Yeah, because he because it's just like ten minutes of him taking cheap shots at and everyone. like like punching people in the dick. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, multiple times of him like punching people in the dick. Yeah, if during you just a game. if you just start typing in Draymond Green on YouTube, it auto fills nut shots. Yeah. And I was like, this guy rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, the people get affected, but you, you know, it's Jesse James. I mean. He killed a lot of people. This but he's movie, cool. this movie really, yeah, but we don't care about those people because they, <laughs> yeah. no, they were boring. A hundred years ago, yeah, yeah, all the people Al Capone killed were boring. Al Capone's and cool, like, and like the life expectancy of when they were killing people was lower. So I, I care. Less. <laughs> yeah, if you weren't um, murdered by Al Capone, you were going to die of uh, of poisoned wood alcohol. You know, his <laughs> <laughs> shit was bad. Um, you know. <laughs> Yeah, they had all already gone blind from their moonshine, so like, who cares? <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway. It is, it is, it was like so. I had to like text a bunch of old co workers and be like, have you seen this documentary? Is it a lot like the lady we worked for? And all, all of them, I, I had like old co workers texting me being like, I had to talk about it in therapy. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Because I was feeling it too. I was watching the Theranos documentary and feeling like 
for lack of a better word, like kind of weirdly triggered. Triggered. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like really feeling like, oh my God, like I, I, this is so familiar to me. The footage of those staff meetings was so familiar to me with the <laughs> fucking bullshit positivity and the stupid fucking songs and the like, just like insisting that what we're doing is so important. And I, I, it was just like, that toxic positivity that Silicon Valley has is yeah. is what's going to bring the apocalypse, I think. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah. The world will burn to a Stanford dropout white lady dancing to Can't Touch This, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was that, such is... a, I, that was such a disturbing way to end that movie. Like, there was just something about, I know it was, like, the actual, like, song that was playing in the in the thing, but, like, just something it really about it. Yeah. Like I've never, I never thought that song would kind of like send a chill up my spine, but it really did. At you the know, end, it was. You know, it was worse than her dancing to it as she was going up. <laughs> is seeing Sunny. people it, Sunny, Sunny, yes, yeah. but seeing people in the audience start to dance and like jam to it. Yeah, because it's like. Oh, you've bought into this yeah. shit that she's selling you. Everyone's on board. You've, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, man. if you work at a place like that, because that was the other thing I was thinking. I thought a lot of, I just made me think a lot about, like, this place I used to work. And, like, <laughs> like so there was one point in time where I remember an old coworker from my old department was texting me. And she was like, sometimes I see people that still work there post stuff on Instagram and it makes me mad because they they're acting like it's cool yeah. and like they're excited and I and I had this like realization where I was like yeah but you we we I did that we did that at some point because if you're inside of a thing like that and you're like being told like what we're doing is so important you are doing you are like doing what you can to survive yeah. You like go into a weird survival mode where you're like, yes, I, I am part of an important mission, and that you like, you really do get a sense of like, uh, you know, being othered. If if you're not yeah. as enthusiastic, it's like, oh, what's what's wrong with me that I don't give a shit about this? Yeah, and like and like you know, I, I was like, I think you partake in the cool stuff or like whatever you think is like perceived coolness. Because otherwise, what are you doing? Like you're trapped in a place. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the, you're just doing what you can to survive this experience because it's a bad time. And I'm sure that's what like. And it, it really felt like show the footage of staff members like nodding and agreeing. I was just like, God, it's I I it's heartbreaking to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. I have to work. 16 hours a day here. <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah. And then just, and yeah, people just going fine. along to get along. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, and I mean, it's expected at Silicon Valley mm-hmm. that you work those long hours and you make a place your life. Yeah. I mean, you could really like on that footage of, of them like nodding and agreeing along to what, what, to what she's saying. Like you could legitimately swap out Elizabeth Holmes's audio for, whoever you want jim jones i was about to say saying, like, yeah yeah when that, the when, ascension is coming yeah 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 when that committing suicide we're, we're committing revolutionary suicide 
Just lay down. We got tied. Just lay down. Did Jim Jones have a Mike Tyson voice? I don't know. Yeah, he did. He had a lisp, and it got worse because he was doing more and more coke. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, but that's that's how he sounded. We're not we're not committing suicide. We're committing revolutionary suicide. Just lay down. We got tired. We got tired, and we laid down. That's how he sounds. It's uh, it's creepy. But yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're all cult leaders. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's really, I mean, it's just weird to even think about how many cults there are out there. But that's definitely, I feel like Silicon Valley companies, startups are so culty. Yeah. And I, I hope it's, I hope it's changing now. Like, I feel like now people are more aware. Like, people just weren't aware. Yeah. We didn't know to be, like, to look out for that kind of stuff from your employer. Because I think it was the first <laughs> time that people were really getting carried away. Employers are really getting carried away with like how much they can take advantage of people. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because all of it's like, like we were saying, it's all based on that whole notion of kicking the can down the road, you know, where, I mean, shit, if you want to get into like Charles Manson, a lot of people like, Mm -hmm. they talk about Manson where it's like so much of the shit that that ended up happening with that case was because Manson kept promising things to his followers where he's like, he's like, oh no, there's a hole in the desert. There's a city underneath it. We're going to go underneath it. And then they're like, what? Yeah. what it's like yeah yeah if we just uh if we just do this this is gonna happen and then there's just building a more and more insane story and then once you've uh you know you've got uh people attached to you because you've uh, they've you've gotten them to stab a bunch of people then it's like all right well it's this or nothing kind of a thing and with silicon valley it's like all right i've i've foregone so many opportunities to work for this company to, to yeah. follow this thing because i believe in this person yeah more so than what yeah. we're actually doing that you suspend you suspend your disbelief. You suspend yeah. that part of your brain that tells you, like, this is fucked. It's the same thing as Scientology. Totally. Yeah. And, and I, I, like, if you speak the corporate bullshit language of Silicon Valley, like, she convinced, like, a ton of Apple employees to leave their jobs yeah. and forego their shares in Apple. Yeah. on jobs with her yeah that's crazy well and and the really impressive thing about her is like the whole pitch of the company to me is like who gives a shit like i've never had to do blood work so i think that might be part of it but like i was just like this is not enough to convince me that this is a good idea of just like i i don't know it seems like blood works fine probably expensive but you know mm-hmm. why why is this why is this a pressing issue in the first place you know i mean i guess part of it was her explaining that to to dumb people like me that have money but still i was just like i i don't know this seems all based out of her uh fear of having to give blood more so than anything else i'm like oh this is like a you know yeah a this, you thing this all spawned because she's afraid of needles yeah. that's where this yeah. started <laughs> yeah yeah so. I don't know. I've had a fair amount of blood work, and I've had it from both of the two companies. There's only two companies that do blood work for the most part. Yeah, and they talk. They talk about it's Quest and um, LabCorp, uh-huh. and it's annoying. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah. I also don't know that I needed. I wasn't upset by how much blood had to be taken, and I wasn't like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah like all, all the steps of all the problems she was trying to solve. Like the only problem that made sense to try to solve were, were the medical advancement ones, where it's like <laughs> you get the results faster, and you know, you and your doctor get them at the same time. Even though if I if I got my blood results, I don't know what I would be looking at. I've seen, I've had my doctor hand me my blood results, and I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, what does point yeah. zero one nine mean? Right. Yeah, is that a good number? Numbers. Yeah. <laughs> there sure are numbers. Yeah. It's so wild also <laughs> that she got Arizona to pass a state law. That was the other crazy thing. Arizona is just the stupidest state. That's that's so crazy. And I live in Louisiana, which is really definitely the stupidest state. Arizona's really up there. Yeah, that was was maybe, you know, not that I have any faith left in any branch of government anywhere ever, but... uh, but boy, it's just it's something else watching a bunch of, you know, state state senators and yeah. Congress people just be like, yeah, we think you're great. Let's do this shit. You know, yeah. we love it. And then banging a gavel and passing a fucking law where people have the, you know, it's it's bizarre. Yeah. So. I mean, that's one of those weird things where like there's a like you don't want to have to like keep secrets from people, especially about, you know, their own health or anything yeah. like that. But it's not always better to give everybody all of the information they could possibly have. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Especially if they don't know what the fuck they're looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, because then it's like, if you get... I'm sure... I feel like maybe that uh, hippie doctor made this point, but, like, it's true. If you get... If, if I was handed my blood results, I would just Google it, and I'd be like, oh, I have ten times of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's what you... Like, I can't imagine that they developed I mean because no doctor was involved, right? So like I can't imagine they developed some sort of also a context giving program. Right, right. It comes with a glossary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well and so many things are not gonna be like, oh, positive or negative, you have it or you don't. A lot of things are gonna be like, this is indicative of, of a of higher X. risk of a potential problem that right. could happen and then it's like, how the fuck are you gonna communicate that for two hundred tests? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it also like, I mean, when I've had blood work done, it's been like a hundred and fifty dollars. Is it? Was she making it cheaper? I wanted to know like how much they were thinking they were charging people to do this. They showed like a menu of the things you can pick, and yeah, yeah, I I mean, it it looked like it varied depending on the test you got. But it was priced like a sushi menu. It was. It was was like tapas. That's what I was thinking. I was like, she's doing blood work like tapas. Like, okay, well, you know, I don't really eat seafood, so I don't want the fucking you know the this test. But uh, you know, I I I do like to look at these. You know, I do want to know if I have herpes and uh, uh, you know Hep B or whatever. Yeah, and I could I could see the utility of that in a limited capacity in the way that people test their blood sugar or their their fucking their uh, uh cholesterol at home right. or something you know and those are yeah i mean those are those are finger prick blood tests that you get your results immediately like yeah i, I see a limited usefulness to it but to just yeah. like throw <laughs> everything at the wall it's like there's there's if you if you're doing that broad of a spectrum of tests something's going to come back outside of the normal range because th- there's there's such a broad swath of things you're testing. Yeah. Not everybody's within the normal ranges of everything, even if you're not sick, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, also, there's like, there's a, I have two things I want to bring up and they're different, but, uh, <laughs> but I want to say them at the same time. Uh, but so her first patent was like a patch with, do you remember this? It was a patch with micro needles that would yeah. both prescribe <laughs> That's and right. administer. Your, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking?" About? It was yeah. for antibiotics, right? Yeah, but it was like, yeah, it's a patch 
full of needles, which sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then it, it, it both administers and like ups and lowers your dosage based on how your body is. So it's reading your, <laughs> your body. I, I, I can't, uh, that seems crazier than the the Edison machine she wanted to build. Yeah, well, and then the lady had to be like, uh, yeah, that's not how antibiotics work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like, yeah, you need a whole bag of it dripped directly into your veins. Yeah, what are you going to yeah. do with a patch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's a, uh, yeah, like it's yeah, a okay, nicoderm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a patch with a huge bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's uh, and then also she um, there was like a point where she gets through General Mattis gets there's one point in time where uh, the Edison machines are in the back of like of of like Hummers in in uh, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh no, that's what and she said. Like, I don't think it ever actually got through i think she was just she just like general mattis said or, or somebody was like yeah we we're gonna use these in afghanistan or something oh yeah because there's like there's a story where someone says they saw them in the building after they've just come the the, the edison's like in the building after they've come back from afghanistan and oh really <laughs> like soldiers getting off a train a dog's excited to see it uh, but it's just an edison yeah um, and yeah, then the broken one has a flag but, wrapped around it <laughs> but I don't know if that means that they beat up some Edisons and put them out as a prop so that when potential investors came in, they would, like, say that. Oh, that's totally what they did. They probably, like, sprayed it with, like, sand-colored paint so it looked like it had been in the <laughs> desert, you know? They wrote, ISIS is good. On it. <laughs> yeah, they drew Betty Page on the side bagged. and shit. <laughs> it's Betty Page riding riding a bomb and like teeth and an eyes and shit on the side like those old bombs they used to do in World War Two. Oh my god! Um, yeah, these went to war. I can't. I can't really fathom an application of this item at in war. Yeah. Well, I think it's like just like sort of a maybe for like a mobile hospital or something like a field hospital. Yeah. It's it's more compact, but. Yeah, you're right. At the same time, I feel like, you know, the, the pressing thing in war is like, uh, you know, gauze and uh, yeah. Yeah. fucking, you know, antibacterial, like, you know, uh, cleaning agents and shit and yeah, stitches and, and shit and like that. More like emergency items. It's not like a lot of long term. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> not like yeah. it's not like the soldiers are out yeah, there getting <laughs> getting shot at like, oh, I need to know if I'm at risk for hypertension right now. Yeah. It's like, no, man, just, uh, you know, fix my yeah. bullet wounds, please. Right. <laughs> right, they're not losing an arm being like, I'm pre-diabetic. <laughs> oh, God. Could you actually just focus on the bullet wound? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, yeah. Uh, ha- oh, uh, listen, here's, I have to, I have to say this and I have to, I'm, I'm with the caveat that I'm not, I'm not body shaming anybody here. I'm really trying okay. not to, but if half of your face cannot grow a beard, don't attempt. Man, yeah, oh, Dan Ariely. Interesting. interesting choice. Uh, you know, if that side of your face 
can't grow a beard. Do you want me to make you feel bad for a second? You, you shave. Can he not shave the other half? The other uh, half's fake? Well, he's a burn victim. I, I figured okay. that out. Yeah. And I repeat, yeah. <laughs> if okay. you can't grow a beard on the side of your face, to get... Get rid of the get your sh- your clean shaven. That's that's what you're stuck with. Or yeah, get a, a sharpie and draw the other half on. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah, get a fake beard to wear, Mister Ariely. Something. Yeah, no, I figured that out. I mean, yeah. I could tell by the way it looked. I was like, yeah, something yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, brother. Yeah. Sorry. Like you got a delta shitty hand, yeah. and that hand does not include a facial hair. Yeah. You're clean shaven, my man. I mean, he was one of two smart people in this whole documentary, though. Yeah. It was him and the doctor who yeah, was like, was "Don't so fucking, you can't make this shit." Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was one of those. He two seems people. great, but just as a fashion choice, it's like, hey, get a get some clippers and some Gillette. Please. Oh, he he is great. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I've watched several of his TED talks, and I read one of his books years ago. He's does he, very interesting. Does he always have the half beard i don't know i think sometimes he's clean shaven okay, okay. yeah if it's his thing i mean you yeah. know i remember him i don't remember what he said but i remember him <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean be, he's, he's, memorable. he's a behavioral economic ec- economist economist yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry i just had a stroke yeah uh, sorry i just yeah, had to bring it up because was, i don't know what else we're going to talk it, about that guy but boy it is a bold it's a bold choice it really, sure. it really is it really is <laughs> um but you know, I will say he looks good with the, that, that half wood beard. Looks nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been yeah. nice. Yeah, would have been nice. That, that half did grow in nice and thick, and like Brian Wilson lustrous. said, wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. <laughs> the other half <laughs> grow in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I remember he had the the, the bit about. Um, about like rolling the dice and like lying about like what number you picked for oh, how much yeah. money you got. Right, right. And like you would feel bad. They could tell that you would feel bad like if you lied to get more money for yourself, but you'd still do it. But if you lied to give money to charity, like there it would not register on a lie detector. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, is interesting. You don't feel bad about it. Right. Yeah. Which like speaks I think in an interesting way, I mean obviously this is why it's in there, to the psychology of Elizabeth Holmes where it's like she just went, just dove into bigger and bigger lies that she thought were fine because she thought it was for this greater good of revolutionizing diagnostic medicine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And ended hurting a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I don't know when. There, I feel like there is a point where she turned and knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Like she was, just, she was scrambling so hard to like cover up everything yeah yeah it's not feasible to believe that she that it was all altruistic at a certain point yeah yeah do you think Um, though (laughs) do do you think it's possible that she thought she was just buying herself enough runway to actually make it work and actually revolutionize it even if she knew she was like covering up her current sins or whatever you want to say yeah i mean i think it's definitely possible because also like that city I mean, at a certain point, I don't know, I guess. Yeah. But, like, a lot of those, I would say the first, like, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, know, I don't know how long Theranos was a company. It was more than 10 years, right? Well, she founded it when she was 19, right? 19. And then it went yeah, down in her early 30s. She's my age now. She's 34 now. Uh, so, yeah, probably like, right around 10 years. Yeah. Well, this... Like, wh- I... Yeah. It was longer, yeah. It was, it, but like, so I feel like 
I feel like a lot of the decisions of like desperately covering up mistakes and pushing forward and being allergic to criticism because she like wouldn't hear, she wouldn't hear criticism. Criticism was only understood as like negativity. You're not being positive and you're not like pushing us forward. So like all that stuff is like the leadership skills of a young person. Yeah. Yeah, like just, it's very, it's so childish. All of it is so childish. The covering up and, I, I, but at a certain point, she got old enough to know better. I think, and but had, I just think it snowballed. There, that there's that one girl that like whistle blew on them. That like mm-hmm. she's right. She says she says to me, and she's like, I think it started with a lie, and then it just kept snowballing until all she was spending her time doing was buying more runway. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's. I mean, we, we've we've hit it a bunch, but the, it's the cult leader thing. It's the same. Mm-hmm. It's that same shit as the you know as as kind of the cult starts winding down. Yeah. You know, all it is is you're, what you're saying, like buying buying more time. You know, it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's uh you know leading to the leading to the inevitable like brick wall you're gonna hit with like oh this is you know this is reality or whatever, which is why uh you know Scientology is kind of brilliant because they uh. After the death of L. Ron Hubbard, they transitioned into more of like a uh, real estate uh, sort of scam, more so than a than a cult. So yeah, yeah. So they they've they're sort of a combination of like you know uh, like Amway uh, or Mary Kay or something like that, and then yeah. also a, a real estate scam on top of that, um, as opposed to like Jonestown, where exactly what you're talking about happened with Jim Jones, where it's like oh no no like they don't like us here in America we'll get to we'll get to Guyana and then they'll you know then we can start our new society and they get to Guyana it's like oh they're still after us and it's just like you're just extending this bullshit story further and further because you know know, once everybody leaves you it's over yeah the worst thing that can be happen the worst thing that can happen to a cult leader is for the cult to leave so they can't leave you know so it's like oh we're gonna we're gonna keep stretching this thing out and then if anybody says anything like hey this is very obviously bullshit that person has to go you know yeah man it's it's, yeah they're (laughs) yep luke i mean luke said it an hour ago but it's fucking true (laughs) they're 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 cult leaders that's that's what the whole thing is yeah i guess it's at a certain point it's like you get so far in over your head that it doesn't matter if you believe it or or not there's no way out except through i guess Yeah, yeah 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 and i think she thought that maybe at some point you know r&d would figure this out for her and it's like nah it ain't gonna happen yeah 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 i've been listening to a podcast about casey anthony and she told everybody that uh she worked at uh like events planning at universal studios in florida which is not true she'd never worked there Uh and the cops the cops took her there because that was her alibi after her daughter died yeah she was like i was at work and they took her to the place where she supposedly worked yeah and she walked them through the entire office and like as they're walking along like there's just a bunch of cops walking through with a lady that they don't know and people are just like huh like looking at her and the whole time she's like oh hi how's it going and she's like waving to people and they're like visibly like who the fuck is this and literally like there's a moment where she gets to the end of the hallway and there's no more building left she's walked through every inch of the building yeah and gigs up and she literally is just like well you got me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just turns around and then they took her to jail. That's how she got arrested. Was they they let her do the whole thing, and then she gets to the end of that hallway, and there's just this moment of like, 
Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't work. Oh my god, they just did a grown-up version of just like, ah, let her run herself out. <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's kind of Elizabeth Holmes's thing. It's just like, at a certain point, the rubber has to meet the road with this thing. Like, it's not real. Like, the, the, the whole thing is a machination, uh-huh. and it's just gonna, like, reality's gonna hit you really fucking hard, you know? Uh, yeah. And and yeah, so I think you're right. It's at a certain point she realized it was over, but man, I I think that she probably believed in that up until the last possible moment. Mm-hmm. You know. I think yeah. I think she thought some shit was going to happen where cuz you know, nobody like you said, this is a child of privilege. No one had ever told her that her shit doesn't stink, you know, or that her shit stinks or whatever. So she's just like, "Yeah, I got this." Yeah. <laughs> I've always had this. <laughs> yeah. I got this, you know. It's that it's that uh it's that crazy shit that does sometimes pay off if you're like right. a musician and you're insane mm-hmm. usually that ends up being you know you make some good some good records you know yeah. what i mean before you eventually get the maga hat and go on snl and confuse <laughs> the fuck out of everybody but you know you have a good long 10 long 10 year long run of like oh he's a psycho yeah. but he made my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and and uh late registration so <laughs> but whatever the, but the the problem here is that it's with medical science right. in yeah. that i mean yeah, not, sure. i don't i don't mean it in just that it's like affecting people but yeah. that like medical science is so much more expensive <laughs> Than yeah. so many other different yeah. things like yeah. like software or computers or anything yeah. like music or like, whatever. Yeah, it's it's like like I mean a single a single drug can take decades and billions of yeah. dollars to develop. Yeah, yeah. So to say that she wrote raised nine hundred million dollars, that's a lot of money yeah. for medical science to invent this. It is not a lot of money. It is not enough. Yeah. You need decades not and a, billions you, to do this. A billion dollars is not enough for a magic box full of needles. No, no. and blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's truly, it's like, yeah, it needs to be at a company that can work on it for decades. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be at a company like Siemens. Yeah, that, yeah. That has the, 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 you know, the size to like maintain this, this project for decades on end. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> And yeah, also God. make the box a little bit bigger, bigger like like your so R and D people were telling that you. That was make such it. a funny moment. They were like, "No, it has to be bigger." She's yeah. like, "No, it must yeah. be the size of a bread box." It's like, "We'll just make it a little bit bigger, and we can get at least more stuff in." I <laughs> no, I must. It must yeah. be the size of a small bird cage. <laughs> <laughs> so it's also funny to think about, like. Like there's like the footage of was it is in the movie the footage of Joe Biden like touring the facility. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And Biden it's go- like, <laughs> and it's like I, the recently canceled Joe Biden. Uh, but it's mm. like, <laughs> like I don't know what we expected of like. They're just like there's so many like politicians and non-science people that like walk through and just look at this lab and they're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Look sciency. <laughs> Definitely has items that are lab labby. Right, right. Yeah. White walls, check. Bunch of glass, uh huh. <laughs> Ladies with white coats and goggles. All right, I'm convinced. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a lab to me. I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it looks like a lab on uh, seen on uh, CSI, so it must be real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it's amazing. Just, it's just, it's very funny. It's very funny to um, it, that also felt like. Uh, not to keep bitching about my old job, but it did. It it did very distinctly remind me of of my old CEO. That like that like her whole plan was to just keep surrounding herself with new people who thought she was great. 
Yeah. That's... And the second anyone questioned her, it was like, you're out of the club. <laughs> you're out of the cult. Yeah. You're fucking banished. Yep. You can't yeah. talk to your family. You have to go home. <laughs> it's just, it was, it, it's really crazy how striking all of these details were for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how quickly so you can like, become. An... Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can get labeled um, a suppressive person. Yeah, you're an yeah. SP. You have yeah. to go away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I am suppressive. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you actually are. Yeah, you actually have an I SP forgot, number. I, I yeah. forgot about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm man. In, I'm in Scientology. I, I'm on the Scientology blacklist. Oh, <laughs> man. I just got blocked on Twitter by CM Punk. That's my only claim to fame. <laughs> Hey, wow. we've all got something. I said he was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, but was probably a douchebag to hang out with or something like that. <laughs> and he, and he tagged he, him? He fucking blocked me. No. No, he no. was just searching he his was name? He searching Minchies, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah People, funny. speaking of searching names, I tweeted earlier um, seeing if anyone had like thoughts about Elizabeth Holmes because I was kind of trying to process my thoughts about it and it helps me to talk to people and um, my boyfriend's my only friend here and he's out of town so <laughs> like, hey, hey Twitter <laughs> uh, but uh, and so uh, I tweeted a thing that was just like I, I was mostly trying to process like has, that ever, has everyone worked for someone like that or is it unique like I, I literally couldn't tell if I was like thinking that all these parallels like, if I was just like, oh, man, just like my boss, and then come to find out, like, everyone thinks that. Yeah. Um, and the and the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I've never worked for anybody that's insane. Are you, what, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there was one guy who replied to me, and I think his whole deal is that he's, like, an Elizabeth Holmes, like, troll. Although, I, I don't think anybody's, like, on her side on Twitter, so I don't yeah. know who he's trying picking fights with but but he truly i should I'll, I'll open it up because it was a really crazy reply he was like clearly just constantly searching her name yeah oh, that's cool uh, i'll get into <laughs> it with him because i think she's cool <laughs> which is already which is already like that's awesome dude uh you are using your time in a way that is good yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah it's but, like oh, I, it's so funny he deleted it Wow. Oh wow! No. Oh, because he probably someone, God. Don't worry, someone screenshotted it and texted it to me. Um, Fantastic. So, <laughs> uh, I was like, "Will you guys talk to me about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos? We're doing a podcast at tonight, and I'm trying to sort through my thoughts before committing them to audio forever." This is what at modest disruptor said to me. Ugh. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, She's a rich bitch, lying, delusional, sociopathic cunt. Anything else you need to know? Uh, so he's cool. He's good. Um, is he that rich guy's grandson? Is that who? The, <laughs> is he that guy? Oh, maybe. Maybe he. His location is Seoul, Republic of Korea, um, and his uh, avatar is. Heisenberg. So I don't know. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's probably one of the twenty Theranos people. They were like, "Yeah, you, you're at risk for uh, appendicitis or whatever," and then he got pissed. He like his whole feed is just. I mean, I'm giving I'm giving him exactly what he wanted because I'm talking about him. Yeah. But uh, his whole feed is truly just retweeting like hate about Elizabeth Holmes. It's yeah. so weird. 
Wait, um, when you say is Avatar's Heisenberg, you mean Walter White, right? Like not not the actual Heisenberg. <laughs> oh yeah, Walter White. Okay, okay. But like, but like bad, that, bad Walter. Yeah, White. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah that that just tracked. Where I was like, I think I don't think this guy actually looked up the real scientist, <laughs> Werner Heisenberg. Yeah, yeah, or whatever his name is. Um, he, I mean, he has he has in his bio. Crypto enthusiast, which is so funny. Uh, okay. Hate religion, regressive left, snowflakes. Oh so, God! Oh God! So that's. I'm really fuck. glad he wait he weighed in to say a bunch of gendered insults wow. about a lady that everyone agrees is bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is. So I was just like, yeah, okay. I'm gonna come at this guy hard for for going after my princess. <laughs> I don't fucking appreciate this. This is painting such a clear picture of somebody who like wears peacock feathers and fingerless gloves. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Oh no! I wait. What is his name? Modest disruptor. Yeah. I'm gonna create at major disruptor and just to fuck with this guy and insist that she's cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! Please do that. Here please we go, baby. Sure. Yeah. Major disruptor. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll have Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle as my fucking avatar. That's so funny. <laughs> Here we go. You no, know, nothing. Nothing is is cooler than two, uh, <laughs> two two fake Twitter accounts fighting with each other. <laughs> I'll wear sunglasses the whole time I do it. Yeah, I like that for you. Good. Um, <laughs> do we uh, have anything else we want to cover before we wrap this up? Oh, let me let Any me notes? check if I <laughs> did I write anything. I like anything? the picture that Luke is saying. Let me check my notes, but he's just like throwing a bunch of post-its in the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Errol Morris talked about him. <laughs> he's just looking at an etch a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a woolly willy. It's a, it's a woolly willy. <laughs> What was the one Magna Doodle? <laughs> oh, Magna Doodle, dude! I loved Magna Doodle. I had a Magna yeah, that Doodle. That was my favorite one. Where uh, you where you twist the knob and the whole thing would swipe over and clear. Mm, yeah, so cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, the list of money, the list of people she raised money from was uh, Rupert Murdoch, the Walton family, Betsy DeVos, and Robert Kraft. <laughs> what a lineup of villains! Wow, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that was yeah the Robert he Kraft thing. Money, he he raised money across the aisle, <laughs> right? But yeah, no, that's this is what we were talking about. He's like such a uh, obviously from the news from the past few weeks, such a weird horn dog that yeah, of course he gave a bunch of money to this lady. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Biden were just sniffing her hair and <laughs> <laughs> feeling her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Biden smelling her hair. Kraft is just like, hey, uh, how much is it for the, for the, for the happy ending? Yeah. He's just like coming on stuff in her office while she walks out of the room for a second. Robert Kraft didn't know he was investing. He thought he was buying a bag of her hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That old creep can go, I don't know, I guess probably win another Super Bowl. I was going to say, win yeah, about six to I'm seven sure more Super yeah. Bowls. Yeah. God, I don't know, whatever. Oh, Rivers, you, you mentioned um, dressing like up as a, as a Edison box as a costume. Yes. I just wanted to tell you that 
I've <laughs> have you watched the TV show The Act, which is a which we've covered the story on this podcast before. It's the mommy dead and dearest story. Uh, I have not seen the show yet, no, but it, it okay. has been uh, dis- the image, uh, uh, the cover image has been disturbing me every time I get onto Hulu to watch wrestling. I'm really hoping to convince Alex to be um, to be Gypsy Rose for Halloween and yeah. I'll be Dee Dee. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'll push him around in a little wheelchair. It'll be extra funny because they're from here. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> People we know like knew them. <laughs> That's, oh my God. Ooh, nice and local. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to tell tell everybody that. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the idea, and he was sort of like, I think they're real people. I don't think we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it's really funny. It's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, no, and, and with the no, I wasn't suggesting that you dress up like the Edison. The Edison is the float. Everyone's obviously dressed up like Elizabeth. Yeah. Everyone's got turtlenecks right. and they're just riding the float. And then maybe they have a dance of some kind worked out to "You Can't Touch This," like just to what really drive it the, home. What would be the throw? What for the for the? Like, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. So like yeah, it's like on a float. You would have to you'd have to have some kind of throw. Oh, like blood! Throwing. Blood! Throwing yeah, blood you're at shooting them. blood like yeah. war. <laughs> no, you have to have something people can take home. Okay. Little vials. Of yeah. Blood. Okay. Fine. It's yeah. needles. Yeah. yeah. Needles oh, and vials like, of blood. Yeah. Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras beads that are just like little vials of blood. Oh, speaking of which, I, that's that was my last thing I wanted to talk about. Do, do you, you guys remember what the little vials of blood she called them? Nanotainer. She's like, that's yeah. the nanotainer. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, the words she uses are so stupid. So you know, she, when she came up with nanotainer, she was like, print money, baby. I, I fucking. Wow, this is such a good idea. This was great. This was a great <laughs> idea for me when I came up with nanotainer. I loved yeah, it. nanotainer is unbelievably stupid. Also, Edison was a bad person. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy to idolize him. And it's also insane the way Alex Gibney tells Edison's story in this movie. I was like, wow, you're really skipping a lot of vital details. Yeah, for sure. Although he does sort of, you know, like the, the whole conceit of it is like showing that like Edison was also kind of full of shit until he made it kind of a thing. Like he, yeah, he was like a... He's like, He's like he invented film, and then uh, I, I don't know. It just it was it was very like. Yeah, he also publicly executed a bunch of elephants. Yeah, yeah. Like, with the electricity because he's a fucking crazy person. <laughs> yeah, was that when he wanted to prove that direct current was better than uh, uh, alternating, alternating current? current. Yeah, yeah, so he, so he killed elephants, he electrocuted with, with, monkeys, uh, horses, elephants. Wait, wait, did he do it with? Alternating current yes. to prove that it's to dangerous. To prove that it was yeah, dangerous. And, and like, not yeah. just that, he lobbied. Uh, they actually covered this on uh, last podcast on the left last week because they did a whole th- episode about the electric chair. He lobbied a lot of the state governments to use alternating current for the electric chair. <laughs> and that's and they did. It worked. Uh, yeah, that's so. so fucking... What a bummer. Yeah, uh, so Edison's not great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's also like there could be parallels of like, because he was so litigious with anyone who sort of got in his way. And that's what Elizabeth and Sonny did to anyone that they didn't like, was like tried to bury them in lawsuits. But that parallel was not made in the movie. Despite the fact that they said Edison every other fucking word. Right. (laughs) I know. He's making these parallels, Alex. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) 
Yeah, the reason we're sitting here in this city, Los Angeles, California, is because Edison invented the video, or the Edison's lab, I should say, invented the video camera, the movie camera, and you had to have a patent to use it at the time, or you had to have a permit or some shit to use it. And Edison would send like Pinkerton guards, like goons, to film sets in New Jersey, and they would just start hitting people and breaking the equipment because they were like, "You don't, you can't use that without my permission." Essentially, so they moved to LA just to physically remove themselves from thomas edison and his goons that's why right. this city exists it's because <laughs> yeah. he was such a fucking maniac that we yeah. have hollywood now yeah so yeah right. uh, yeah so and it's so crazy that none of that gets touched while they like <laughs> cheerfully tell a little tiny edison story yeah mm-hmm. none of that so yeah anyway it oh god yeah um i mean to draw one more parallel between the two of them i mean as much as people who worked for elizabeth holmes had to have been like what the fuck is going on like why does she do that voice and stuff like yeah if you worked for edison how many people were like oh we're gonna call him the fucking wizard of menlo park yeah. are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> all right dude yeah 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 anyone with a self-appointed nickname yeah. bad news <laughs> Can, like, can you actually imagine being a contemporary of him and him just showing up one day and being like, I am the wizard of Menlo Park. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That is yeah. how you shall refer to me. Nah. <laughs> I am great leader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dear leader. You will call me dear leader. When I was born, I was born under a double rainbow and I don't poop. And the first time I played golf, I hit 18 holes in one. Believe in me. <laughs> Kim Jong Holmes. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, all right. Well, anything else? Do we want to wrap this up in three sentences or less? Uh, Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go first, just for fun. <laughs> uh, the Inventor is a movie about um, a Silicon Valley mistake. <laughs> <laughs> An oopsie. <laughs> Uh, a little whoopsie, uh, wherein the theory that old white men's gut instincts are always bad gets proven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my description. Rivers? Uh, the inventor, colon, out for blood in Silicon Valley, <laughs> is a movie where a, uh, a, 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 a cagey outlaw uh steals a bunch of money from henry kissinger and it's it's pretty cool and uh you know she's she's bad but she's not worse than the people she took from money from (laughs) okay and luke um the fascinating true story of the well-known nanotainer (laughs) (laughs) man that's good (laughs) First they call you crazy, and then you become a nanotainer, and you change the world. <laughs> I hope she gets put in a nanotainer. That's her jail sentence. She put you, you're in a nanotainer. I'm gonna start calling Tupperware nanotainer. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Um, well, Rivers, thank you for doing this with us. Yes, thank you so much for having uh, me. What, what, why don't you plug? anything you want okay you can find me on twitter and instagram at rivers langley and uh you can come see me do stand up on the road uh the show i will promote uh so friday 
April 12th, you can come see me and a certain Monica Scott at the <laughs> Coffee Cat in Auburn, Alabama. And that's a free show on a Friday night. So get your ass down there. And uh, oh, I'm, also, yeah. I'm also coming to uh, Lafayette, New Orleans, Memphis, Birmingham, Knoxville, Greenville, South Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, like three crazy weird cities in Pennsylvania. And uh, I'll be in New York City uh, in, in the second week of May. So I'm, I'm all over the damn road. Uh, look me up on Twitter. I might be coming to your town. <laughs> doing Luke, do doing stand up. Bunch of interesting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the pilot scripts that I'm writing that will never get bought or made. <laughs> <laughs> they will be put immediately but, into a nanotainer yeah, yeah. <laughs> and shot into space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, I guess. <laughs> what is it? All right, well, oh, Luke. F. Do you want people to follow you somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, yeah, just follow me on Instagram, I guess. <laughs> Monica, he okay. he he did mutter Luke F. Jensen at yeah. some point. Okay, great. I can't. I can. I try not to listen to him. Uh, uh, I guess. Okay. Uh, hold on. No, I want to delay your plug. So I'll think of something. Uh, okay. Cool. <laughs> um, um, okay. Well. Okay. I'm- so. <laughs> Lincoln Park. Uh, no. Is a band. They're still. They're still a band. <laughs> Are uh, they? I think they're. Oh, I think they're, they're probably, over now. They're, they're probably, probably done. Yeah, yeah, it's just the rapping guy. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just. Uh, I can't wake up. Uh, that's Evan. I can't wake up. Or no, what the hell is Lincoln Park's song? The the first big one. Uh, 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 too many to remember. No, the first. They're not, oh, God damn it! It's getting. Does they in do, the do, end? I mean, there were there was like three or four off of. Don't Medi- they, off of not Meteora before that? Do they do the, the hybrid hybrid theory? theory the first song because he's the Chester's giving it all he's got, and then the the rap guy's just repeating it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Similar to the Evanescence. Yeah. Oh, dynamic. I was about to do the yeah. Evanescence. I can't wake up. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what I mean. It, but yeah. It, it, yeah, it's like that same rhythm though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I, can't, I can't. I can't don't, think of it. Don't let Monica plug hers <laughs> until we figure this out. <laughs> we got to talk um, about butt rock for at least two more minutes. Sorry, yeah. I um, uh, associated while you guys were doing. Okay. That. <laughs> it, it's physically uh, uh, not in my body. Oh, yeah, in the yeah. end, one uh, step closer. Okay. Uh, one step. Closer, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm one step closer. He's like, one step closer close to the edge. And I'm oh yeah, yeah. That's right. The other guy's going, I need a little room to breathe. And then the the rap guy who's useless is just like, I need a little room. Like he's just saying. Anyway, I'm sorry. To it's terrible. I'm one step closer to the edge. And I'm about to break. I yeah. just- <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, but anyway, if you like them, like check out Fort Minor as well. <laughs> check out the Jay Z Hybrid album. Yeah, yeah, you know Fort Minor. That's uh, Mike Shinoda is the name of the rapper. Oh, okay. This has been um, butt talk with Luke and Rivers. Monica, what do you got to plug? <laughs> yeah, uh, Fort Minor though. No, check out Fort I'm Minor. Mighty- Stop! This bit has gone on too long. Honestly, uh, Kenji is a good song by Fort Minor. Uh, I am Mighty Monica. It's Monica with a K, and I'll I'll be at that place in Alabama. I'm just saying, check them out. out. <laughs> just check out Fort Minor. Okay, and you also, can continue. if you want to buy some stained glass for me, you can do that on Instagram. Uh, just send me a DM. They're open, and it's a nightmare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Please send me a DM about stained glass and truly nothing else. <laughs> uh, especially if you're a strange man, I don't know. Uh, 
But anyway, I will sell you stained glass if you're a strange man, um, and I'll be nice to you. Um, but if you comment on uh, my physical appearance, I, uh, I'll i just screenshot it and share it on close friends. So just know that. Um, so anyway, Mighty Monica is with a K. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>